Hi there, and welcome to the second episode of the Career Connection podcast. My name is Marielle Obels, career coach by profession and your host for this podcast. This podcast is meant to connect, empower and share inspiring expat stories. It is meant to help you boost your job search in the Netherlands after relocation and it is meant for everyone who is interested in pursuing a career in the Netherlands. Not only will I share knowledge about important career topics, I will also share inspiring expat career stories. Ever since I started my business, I ran into amazing stories of inspiring people, just regular people like you and me. These stories, they deserve to be shared. And with this podcast, I want to bring these stories to life and hope to inspire you to believe that you can make it happen as well. If you have a job search or career question you want to get answered, please drop me a message at marielle at marielleobels.com and I will dedicate an episode of the Career Connection podcast to your question. In this second episode of the Career Connection podcast, we have a special guest. To me, the interview with Casper is a story about a self-made man who took the leap into expat living and never stopped building on his professional path. I know listening to this story will be an inspiration to those who believe they will never get where they want to be. It will be an inspiration for to those in similar situations and it will be an inspiration to those who would like to know how to develop themselves further. All the more reasons to stick with us and listen to this podcast all the way to the end. So today I welcome to the show Kasper Shamot, video producer and editor and owner of The Final Frame. Next to this, he has a daytime job as case manager at a company that executes the Sickness Benefits Act in the Netherlands. Casper, it is so wonderful to have you on the show today. Do you feel nervous, Casper? Um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, you know, this is uh, such a long time ago. As I said, firstly, that I was speaking so long English, and uh, secondly, yes, um, yeah, I am a bit, a bit stressed, but this is the positive one. Um, so, Casper, would you like to introduce yourself to us? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect this question. <laughs> um, yeah, I am Casper. I am. Uh, I come from Poland. Mm. I am 33 years old. I am living at this moment in Den Bosch, so in North Brabant. Uh, and in, Net- in the Netherlands, I am already nine years. Nine years already? Yeah, almost. It's, well, it was September 2012, so almost nine years. Yeah, that's quite, quite a long years. time already, right? Yeah, it is. It is almost yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it's already nine years. Yes. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. So, Casper, could you tell me your current um, occupation profession? I have at this moment uh, two jobs because I am uh, right now, I am a case manager and I have also my own video company. 
And if I talk about case management, um, could you elaborate a little bit on that? What does what what is it like to be a case manager, and what exactly does a case manager do in the Netherlands? Yeah, this is a good question because um, this position uh, is really specific. Uh, what I am doing, I am helping people follow the rules regarding the sickness, the the, the Dutch sickness law. I don't know why. I am I am saying goods to be honest, but this is everything about the absence, about the rules, what you have to do when you are sick. Uh, there are some specific rules um, that you have to uh, follow. But I am also helping people to um, accelerate their return to work. Uh, so also uh, I am helping them to understand the rules um, that it's uh, this this time when they are sick um, is a bit easier uh, for them. Um, because as I say, this is really specific what I am doing um, daily at, at my work, but very interesting for sure. Yeah. So how does, how does this look uh, on a day-to-day -day business? Is this a lot of calls with people when they uh, call in sick or um, how does it look? How does your regular day at work look like? What does it look like? Yeah, I am exactly working the whole day uh, behind the computer. Uh, so this is kind of administration work. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot of with people, um, but also with the clients, also with um, uh, with my colleagues, of course. Um, but yeah, a lot of I am I have a lot of calls from uh, from sick people um, because I have to kind of control them. Um, also. Uh, I have to control or they follow, follow the rules, um, follow, follow the duties that they have um, that they have to do. Um, so yeah, I am, to be honest, busy eight hours um, to click on my mouse <laughs> and to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the interesting part about your story is, is that you're currently um, doing two things at the same time, huh? combining having an own business with... Uh, being an employer at a company, yeah, employee at a company. Um, so tell me something about the business part. Um, how did you end up as a video producing um, and how do you combine uh, this together? Yeah, I think this is um, when our uh, listeners now are thinking, okay, you are working as a case manager and you have video company. How is that possible? There are two different things. Mm -hmm. But um, I follow just my passion. Um, I really like my daily job. Uh, I'm, I really like what I am doing right now. Um, but I'm also working there for a part-time. I was working first the 32 hours, um, so only four days in a week. Now I'm working 36, so one week, four days, one week, uh, five days. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the meantime, I have uh, some time, you know, to make uh, projects for my customers. Yeah, this is sometimes only just one video pro project per, uh, in a month. Uh, so it's not that a lot. But I am doing this with, um, with uh, my heart. And as I say, this is my hobby. This is my passion. I, um, um, I, find, I find out that I want to do also something really creative in my life. Um, I don't want to say that this what I am doing daily is not creative, but I have some rules that I have to just also follow because it's a law. Um, and here, uh, when I am working on the project with my customers, 
then I can make a big brainstorm, uh, be creative as crazy. Um, uh, and yeah, and this is uh, part of my, of me. I was, when I was young, I was playing in the theater. I went to music school, I was singing uh, and now I'm doing the videos. So something artistic still in my life. And I'm really happy with that. Of course, to combine, sometimes it can be difficult because I am not that available always for the customers. Uh, if they want to, for example, make a project on Monday and I have to work, um, then well, um, then is a problem. <laughs> but uh, till, until now, I didn't have, I didn't experience so much um, troubles uh, with the uh, with the date, uh, the recording date, for example. Um, and yeah, until now, is is going well. It's going good. I can combine two jobs in the same time. Yeah, and it sounds like a beautiful combination, huh? Something where you could passion, put passion in and something that's also allowing you just to do other things, huh? to work in a Dutch working environment and um, build on, on professional skills. I think it's also uh, adding value to each other, I think, in a way. Yes, precisely. And what I want to really say to have own business in the Netherlands is really easy to start. And this is one of the most important parts, because when I compare with my country, uh, this is a really different story. But here in the Netherlands, um, you have to just register on the website. Um, of course, if you earn a lot of money, that can be a bit more difficult. But if you just start, it's easy, it's simple, and you can get help everywhere. People can help you. You have some softwares to um, to control, you know, your, um, uh, oh my God, how do you say it? Um, um, your payments, your uh, incomes, you can control this really easily right now. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good also start. Yeah, and what I found um, easily when I started out, I also started out part-time for those who don't know it, but then... Um, it's, it really helps you to uh, grow gradually. Huh? You can just say, I'm going to start right now and see where it takes me in a bit without many um, exactly. financial or other obligations on one side um, and still have a stable income on the other side. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So you already told us that you landed in the Netherlands uh, nine years ago. Um, what made you decide to come over here in the first place? Well, um, I didn't have a specific reason um, to, uh, to come to the Netherlands. Um, first time I was in this country when I was 19 mm -hmm. and I fell in love with Amsterdam. <laughs> I really love the city. Until now it's my favorite city. So that was the love of the first sight. Uh, and after graduation in Poland, uh, I finished my study uh, and I made a revolution in my life and I decided to arrive again to Amsterdam. Um, honestly, I didn't know or I will stay here for a long time, mm -hmm. but I did. And yeah. now it's nine years. Yeah. So what do you like so much about Amsterdam? Uh, the atmosphere of the city, uh, the architecture. Um, I don't know, for me, it's still, you know, like a really magic place. Um, I was living there for two years and also working uh, first um, the first two years in Amsterdam, even three years, sorry. Um, 
yeah, you know, just the feeling. This is my feeling, you know, but I think the atmosphere of the city, people around, um, yeah, I think that's the reason that I yeah. lost them. Yeah. So after graduation, you just took the jump, um, took a plane or yeah. a train and came over here. Uh, it was a bus. A but, bus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a bus. <laughs> So and then you were in Amsterdam with just a suitcase, uh, some place to stay, perhaps. Um, how long did it take you to land your first job in, in Amsterdam or the Netherlands? This is a good question. Mm. Well, as you probably know, for Polish people, it's quite easy, in my opinion, to find the first job. In my situation, job was waiting for me. Um, the first job I got already in Poland, uh, I, uh, I got hired uh, by the job placement agency since September uh, 2012. I was working in a hotel in Amsterdam. It was a really simple job um, in the housekeeping. I was cleaning the rooms. Uh, I worked also shortly as a supervisor. So I was controlling my colleagues or they are cleaning the rooms properly. Yeah, generally speaking, it was a perfect start uh, in my life. It was perfect start my life uh, in, in this country. Um, and, you know, I hold the view that working but uh, by job placement agency, it can be a good start for all of people from abroad. However, we have to, of course, remember that uh, normally is uh, just uh, uh, physical work um, that, you, uh, that you can find it easily by the, by the agency. But it was, as I said, a really good start for me at the beginning. So I, de- I wasn't a really job seeker in the Netherlands. I had a job directly. Yeah, which is also a good thing because that, it, it allowed you to maintain a living, I guess. Um, but it also interests me. Huh? I think a lot of people have uh, mixed feelings about the job placement agencies, um, for one. Um, this could be. Um, I also know the stories that you are telling me, huh? that it's also delivering, that it uh, gives you a job that allows you at least to jump in and have a first uh, opportunity over here. Um, yes. And what is really interesting about your story um, is that you started out working in the hotels, in the housekeeping, and look where you are right now. How did that yeah. happen? Yeah, Um Well, I can say I am kind of proud of myself. You know, it was a good start, of course, uh, to working in the housekeeping, but also I had a plan. I knew it that will be not forever. When at the moment that I decide to stay in the Netherlands, um, I make a plan in my head. But, um, well, my first job I already described uh, to you. And after one year working in the hotel, when I also improved my English skills, because my English was really bad. Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to say that now is really amazing, but at that moment was really bad. I decided to try something different. Uh, in Poland, uh, during my studies, I was, um, I was studying education in Poland for adults. So it was really specific um, uh, field of study with elements of coaching, HR. But I was also working in the same time uh, for a big uh, retail company uh, in a store for uh, as a sales assistant. Next and to your studies, Casper. Yes, yes. All right. Yeah, I was. That was you know like a twenty hours in a week. Um, so it was also part time job. 
I want to have my own money, you know, to, to start my real adult life. Um, that's why I decided, yeah, I had the time, so why not? And one day I have heard that in Amsterdam, uh, in this exactly the same store, because it's a worldwide uh, company, uh, they are searching for new employees. And what was the most important? Speaking Dutch was not required. I didn't speak Dutch. So I was thinking nobody will hire me only with English. But it happened because I, uh, I decided to apply and with my three years experience already, because I had a three years experience of, of even four years experience, I, I, cannot re- I don't remember anymore. Uh, I got hired in the three days for a part-time, also position as a sales assistant. Um, but after one week, my manager proposed me a new contract for 32 hours. And uh, after six months, I became again a manager, as floor manager of the men's department. And what I want to say that it, it seems a little bit like my um, career uh, in the Netherlands was so easy and simple. Uh, the job was waiting for me. Then I got hired in a week. But it was hard to adapt at the beginning because of the culture, because of the new people. Um, it was a really hard time. Yeah, on the one hand, uh, I was really proud of myself to work in the flagship store in Amsterdam. Uh, what was It was always busy there, and I was really happy uh, with uh, this, what I am doing. But on the other hand, I start to uh, directly thinking about my future. Later, I got in the store a promotion uh, to being uh, um, um, assistant of the shop manager uh, in Eindhoven, um, and later also a shop manager, but I didn't accept uh, the, the proposal to being a shop manager because I was already a little bit tired with, um, with the retail. It is really also a specific job. Um, you can probably imagine now you have to run all the time. You have to be available for all customers. Uh, it's really multitasking job. And I was a little bit like, okay, I don't want to uh, now sounds like an old man, but um, you know, when you are already 32, 31, you feel that maybe it's time to change something. <laughs> <laughs> so yes and then i think at the same time also working in the shop and building your life in the netherlands also the knowledge of the dutch language must have been um growing on you i think in a way right of course for sure because that was exactly my plan and this is what i want to say that um when i was starting thinking about my future i'm also about my career future in the netherlands i was already thinking what i need um to uh, be more attractive for potential employers in the future and what I exactly want to do. Uh, this is always a bit difficult, um, but I knew it that I need, I want to speak the local language. So that was for me the most important thing because English is fine if you want to work for an international company, of course, you need to only speak English. I have some friends, they speak only English and they're working here in the Netherlands and They are doing really great. But I want to start to work for a local company, for a Dutch company. And that was one, the most important thing, I I guess, uh, to speak the language. So during also being the assistant of the shop manager, to working in the store, I followed the three different Dutch courses uh, to, um, to learn the language. 
And after that, when I finished and I felt that I am doing good, I am speaking good, I am writing also good, um, I applied for this position. I found this position, you know, um, on the internet, um, like uh, I was searching just uh, for a position that I can speak, for example, Polish and Dutch. And it was one of them. Mm. And I applied, I got hired. And now I am growing in this company. I am really happy where I am. Yeah, um, and I think you, we, we go way back, uh, I think, or way back, at least a few years back, I think we know each other right now. And I also noticed yeah. that in this time you got, um, you really um, also took the opportunity or at least did some studies in Dutch besides your job, right? When you entered this uh, case manager job, it was not just entering the job, it was entering also uh, almost a new career path, but also this went together with uh, going back to school. Am I right? Yes, you are totally right. Yeah. So how was this yeah. going back to school and then also probably in Dutch, right? Yes, because uh, yeah, because we are talking about the second school, I guess, you know, this what I was doing regarding the case management, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to, of course, do that. That was required for my position. Yeah, back to school is always, um, yeah, I felt really awesome that, wow, I am again a student. So I also felt a little bit younger. This first, <laughs> that was the first thing, but um, I knew it that this is something what can help me to grow. And going back to school, it was a really nice experience. Uh, I was also, you know, happy that I uh, got the chance to go to school. Yeah. So why is it such a nice experience to be a student again? Yeah, that's for sure. So. While we were talking, you just mentioned that you had uh, you were working at uh, the shop um, in the well uh, assistant shop manager, and then you decided, hey, I would like to work for a local company, a Dutch company. Um, why was this such a big dream for you to work for a Dutch company? Was there a reason you wanted to specifically work for a local company? Uh, I think you know that. I really want to, because I decide to live in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. So I want to be uh, as close as possible to Dutch culture, to people here, to make the connection with people here. Because, you know, um, um, I don't want to that this will sound a bit negative, but uh, all of uh, international people that I met, uh, they are... Uh, 80, 70% is not living here anymore in the Netherlands. And of course, it's nice to have connection, for example, in Spain, in Belgium, in the United Kingdom. Uh, but my life is here. And I think that, um, um, yeah, working for a local, a bit smaller company, which is growing, and I can be a part of it, uh, is also a nice feeling. And I can grow with together with the company, international big companies, uh, um, they have some really, um, um, the, 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 they, they follow the rules everywhere. Here you can still build up, build up something. That's, that's my feeling. I think that's why. That's, that, that, that was the reason. Yeah. Sounds also like you feel comfortable working in a smaller but growing company, that it's uh, something also that uh, aligns with the things that you are uh, you like as a person, right? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, this is it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, Kasper, let me ask you a few questions about biggest lessons learned. Um, and earlier in this podcast, this podcast, you mentioned, hey, relocation, it sounds like it was pretty easy on me, but there also were some uh, difficult parts about relocation. Um, if you talk about the biggest lesson learned uh, in your relocation to the Netherlands, what is your biggest lesson learned in this proce process? Yeah, I think this was I, uh, what I um, mentioned already uh, about the new people and uh, new culture. Um, that was, I think, the, the, the biggest problem to adapt at the, at the beginning. I mean, generally, um, I learned also to know when um, I need to stop, when I need to um, uh, change my dire direction, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, this regarding my career, because I knew it, for example, at, the, at one moment that I am already done with this, what I am doing. So I want to do something different. Um, and I think that's, that, that's it. That, you know, for sure, when I will think about it, like really long, I will find much more. But I think there are the, the two uh, things that were um, kind of difficult. And um, I learned a lot uh, of uh, that experience. Yeah, and what I noticed that your career story for me, it's really impressive. Huh? You you just just take the jump, you start somewhere and you build it uh, step by step, you build it uh, towards where you are today. Um, so if you look back at all this process, if you look at the biggest lessons learned th throughout your career, what is the number one big biggest lesson for you? Uh, yeah, I said already that, you know, the biggest lesson for me, what I learned was exactly where, when um, to, to maybe to, to, to make a plan that I need always to have a plan for my career or to have a just plan in my life and follow the plan. Um, that is kind of things that I think I learned uh, the last the last years. Yeah, this, this may be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because what happens if you don't have a plan, if you just go with the flow, then, um, well. Um... It can be positive, of course, uh, because you never know what's going to happen. But on the other hand, I think that it's better to have a plan and be aware also what um, the company needs from you, because dreaming is nice. I, I love to dream. But the reality is different, and you. The, I think we have to learn. I learned um, to search firstly what I have to do to achieve some uh, to achieve something uh, in my career. To um, have to be aware of the needs of the company, uh, with skills I need, um, and during the job that I was doing, or in the hotel, or in the store improve myself in the free time to make something extra to to learn something extra yeah so is this also what helped you having this plan is this also what helped you to make uh career decisions yes for sure yeah and what else what are other things that really helped you to um to make uh decisions on where to take it in your career mm, i have a good example now I think about it also. Um, and you are the good example. Oh, really? Because I am talking, yeah, because look, I am talking all the time about my, yeah, thinking about, okay, my daily job, eh, the case management. Yeah. 
but I am also, I run also my own business. And I remember that I was not officially yet the video editor. I didn't have officially yet my video company, but I met you and you needed someone who can make a videos for you. And I was the right person. So the connections are really important. And this is what always you are saying. And what's also the name of your company, Career Connections. Because we, as people um, and job seekers, we have to stay open for new opportunities for new people. And um, yeah, and we are the good example because we have still the contact. You are still, yeah, I can say like that, also my customer because I did some products for you and we want to do something more. Um, but it was the only one meeting eh? and I met you and that was all that pushed me Okay, Casper, someone is happy with your videos. Someone is happy what you are doing. Let's start. Let's do something with it. And I yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, uh, I think when we first met, I think we, um, well, I think from the beginning, uh, at least this is what I experienced. Huh? Perhaps it's different for, me, for you, but I think there was a click uh, immediately about the things that I wanted and the ideas you had about it and how to bring it forward. Um, I think you... Uh, once you meet somebody you also know um, if you like this person huh? if you think you can work with this person so for me this was actually also uh, wonderful to see that the connection was there because it helped me to make the decision okay let's take this forward right now huh? uh, yeah, I, I totally agree I have I have uh, the same feeling and I had the same feeling also yeah exactly so uh, so connection, I think you know what you wanted when we met. You wanted to be this video producer. You had this dream. And, well, look at you where you are right now, huh? pushing this thing forward, um, going from one project through uh, to another. Um, I think it sets an example for everybody who's listening today to um, make things happen, I think. Um, I think too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at this, um, because you, yeah. Uh, I think it's such a, an example story, amazing story, if we, we listen to it. Um, is there any tips or advice you would like to give to our listenings, the listeners, that the people that are currently uh, building their careers in the Netherlands? Mm, yes, um, I think there are three. Um, firstly, make a good plan. This is what, what I said already. Uh, secondly, um, you need to research what do you want to do in the future, what do you want to achieve, what are your goals, and check what you need to do that, what the companies needs from you, or this is the language, or this is the right um, uh, file, uh, study file, or this is the um, another skills. Um, so this is important to, to be aware, to, to know what, what, what they need. And also the third thing is making new connections, meet connections, new, meet new people. Um, because you never know when you, will meet, when, when you will meet the right person. Sometimes, of course, it's a matter of luck. But I think we need to stay open for new experience, people, opportunities, um, chances and we have to catch them yeah yeah um so how did you do it at first 
did you just visit events or go out to meet new people? Because of course, in these COVID times, I can imagine that people who currently uh, land in the Netherlands have a bit of difficulty of finding the right opportunities where to meet people. Yeah, and I think you are one of the examples that really is able to also, or shows that if you stick to the plan, you will get there eventually. Um, yeah, because how wonderful is it, huh? If you can do like two things that you both like at the same time. Wonderful. Yes, of course. I think I think the same. It was hard work. I cannot say it. I was working hard on myself, but um, we have to invest in yourself. That's the that's the point. Um, we can dream, as I said, it's really nice. Dreaming is really nice, but also we have to think about the reality. Um, but I am sure that all of us will get the chance. We have to just catch the right moment to and and uh, to make it happen yeah so casper i want to thank you for being on the show today uh sharing this wonderful story um with all of us um like i mentioned earlier for me it was your career story it really sets an example from for others so um if people would like to uh, give some feedback on the story, then they can drop the, the comment. Oh, let me repeat this again. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. So if people have any questions for you or would like to know, have uh, leave some comments, they can do it underneath the podcast or um, just reach out to you or me via all the social media channels that um, we are available via all of our social media channels so a uh, casper just to make sure that people can find you if they're looking for a great video editor um where should they look uh, the name of my company is the the final frame i am on youtube on instagram also on facebook but i think you should post then um, the name of my company mm-hmm. on your social media so that will be the, will be the, the easiest yeah. way Good. And I also thank you so much for your invitation. Uh, I am really happy to share my story um, uh, with, the, uh, with people. So I hope that someone will be inspired and I hope that maybe it help, uh, help uh, you also to make amazing career in the Netherlands. With these last tips, we are now running towards the end of the Career Connection podcast. If you liked this episode of the Career Connection podcast, make sure to leave a reference underneath this episode and recommend your friends to listen. By subscribing to our channel, you will be the first to know when a new episode arrives, but I'll make sure it is there for you next month. In the next episode, I will share my knowledge on the things recruiters and hiring managers want to know when reading your resume. Especially useful for those who want to know why their applications are getting no response and for those who are just about to start working on their resume. I can't wait to share my knowledge with you. And of course, if you wish to know more about the activities of Career Connection, please do visit the website mariellaobels.com to find out all about the services and current events. For the job seekers among us, by joining the free Facebook group How to Find a Job in the Netherlands, you will never be more than one step away from receiving free and practical tips to apply to your job search immediately. 
And also don't forget to send in your subject suggestions or career question to marielle at marielleobels.com and I will cover your question in one of the episodes of the Career Connection podcasts. On behalf of my guests and myself, I thank you so much for listening and I look forward to connecting to you again soon. <laughs>